All right, episode 22, Ventidos. Episode 22 of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you by <laughs> Shine Through Window Cleaning. Shine Through Window Cleaning is a family-owned and operated company that proudly serves Plymouth and Plymouth's surrounding area. They treat your home or business like they would treat their own, and they believe in building their reputation on every job they do. Get in touch today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing needs at 781-812-9189 or at their new website, shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. That's shinethroughwindowcleaning.com. Shine, T-H-R-U, window cleaning. Shine through? Through? Shine through. Shine through? Shine through. Window cleaning. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And we're not high. Maybe we are. Speak for yourself, sir. What's up, guys? Welcome into another episode of America's Hometown Horror, episode 22. And if you've listened to the prior 21 episodes, you know who I am with here tonight. Andrew and Kat. Guys, what's going on? You know it. What's going on? What's going on? That's not a response to that question. You know it. You know it. You know what? You don't know what's going on. Yes. I mean, but you know what's going on. We're drinking, smoking some weed, and we're talking (laughs) some uh, scary movies. Mm. (laughs) That's what's going on. What's up with you, Gato? Uh, Not much. Just sipping on my vodka soda and um, ready to talk about Sinister. Sinister. Yeah, yeah. This should French be a good version. one. This should be a good one for for Andrew. French you've been you've been uh, sinister. <laughs> that is not a French version. Le sinister. <laughs> yeah, sinister is more like Portuguese version. Mm. I love that you turned the uh, the dryer sheet that you found in your pocket into a. <laughs> no, I didn't find it in my pocket. Found it in my pant leg. I was going to pick lint off the bottom of my pant because I'm a psychopath, and I pulled out. I felt like a magician and I just started pulling out lint <laughs> sheets. And I was like, How did that get in there? Dryer sheet. Dryer sheet. Yeah, that was a tree. But why is that sheet. in there my pant? Leg? It, it's because you wash your pants. <laughs> and I wore. And, and I put, put them a, in a dryer. And, and a sophisticated <laughs> motherfucker that I am, I put a dryer sheet in it. Yeah, a lot of people, well, I don't think, utilize the dryer sheets. I always have. I leave them sheets. in my pants till I wear them. Apparently, because that comes in handy. Well, sometimes they just get. Now I have a coaster. There you go. Yeah, yeah. there you go. I don't want to ruin nice your nice smelling coaster. Your nice table here. How intuitive you are, my friend. Oh, this oh, this table since we started doing this podcast has taken a beating. Uh, if you've noticed, the beam that used to run across the bottom sections is now uh, gone because. Seth and I one night were playing that stupid horrified game. You're gonna really believe and it on Seth. And and no, 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 I'm saying both of us were, and we both like were putting our stupid big goofy feet on top of the thing, and it finally snapped out. So I had to like well, break the rest of it out of there. So yeah, so now there's no in between mm. bar, and it's gonna sounds like something that happens. Never to be fat replaced people. either. No, I'm just kidding. No. Well, thanks, Andrew. I appreciate like that. That's pre- I appreciate that. You know what I appreciate about you? Yeah, well, uh, while we're on the podcast studio, I just wanted to give a quick shout out. A supporter of our show, an artist out in Los Angeles, goes by the name of Jordan Monsell, who I recently bought a piece from. He has an Etsy store. I'll put the link in the episode description. But uh, this guy does a lot of silhouettes, and he's done some awesome horror-themed collages which I know you guys both saw the one that I just purchased, which is Correct. called Ghosts in the Graveyard. Pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, it's a nice it's piece. awesome. Yeah. 
I, I'm so pumped to put it up and we can actually get a frame from fucking Michaels or Walmart whenever these fuckers yeah. actually open up no. this stupid gun. You would flyers. go to Michaels, wouldn't you? Well, she gets well, coupons because your name is Michaels. That's, yeah, that's true, I guess. Uh, no, I go to Michaels. He I, does I not actually, like going I buy to pain supplies from Michaels, so I can't say anything. I, I don't want him to go to Michaels with me because he's constantly, the minute we walk in, when are we going to leave? And I am yeah. just like, just I like any mail like that goes in there. Candy store with well, Michaels. I go in there on my own accord. <laughs> well, you have to buy paint for work, though. That's kind of different, for, right? Not for you don't go to Michaels to buy no, paint. I draw for painting. painting on my own painting. Oh, oh, look at you! Because I'm such a fucking you know sophisticado. Yeah, you know I paint. You've seen oh. my paintings. Yes, that's right. Jesus, I forgot about that. Wow. They're not very good. You need but a they're canvas paintings. and you need paint. And you got to get. A I summer. haven't done it. It's been like two years. I always go on like stretches of where I like to do something. Yeah. For, like, three months and I'm like I don't really want to learn how to do this too much work I'm going to stop and it's always decent beginner level, level stuff but then I never want to try hard enough to uh, finish it so well fuck me that's I my problem corrected. alright it's tough to stay so yes here. men do go to Michael's mm. Michael okay alright alright all right. sorry sorry to, to Michael's, assume Michael. sorry to Michael. assume but yeah so uh, <laughs> Jordan Monsell uh, listener of the show we were uh, DMing uh, early, last week and basically talking about some of his pieces, how I've been a fan for a while. In addition to the one that I just bought, he has... So this collage, Ghost in the Graveyard, is a bunch of different movie and TV video game ghosts all in a graveyard. It's an awesome collage. There's a key down the bottom that kind of gives you hints as to who everybody is. But if you're a horror fan, you can pick up on a lot of them pretty quickly. It's so smart. It's so awesome. So Slimer's in it, right? Slimer's in it. Yes, I am wearing a Ghostbusters t-shirt No, I know. So tonight. why yeah. why not... That one. I, I don't know. Maybe I'll ask him. My favorite's the Mario ghost. Yeah, the Mario ghost is yeah, awesome. Mario. The Pac-Man ghosts are awesome. I love that Zero was in it. Zero from Nightmare uh, Before Christmas. Booberry. The Poltergeist ghost, Booberry. Uh, the yeah. ghost from Night on Bald Mountain. In yeah. Fantasia. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many good references. One issue I have with it is I don't see the tall man anywhere in there. Uh, from Phantasm. So God, you're maybe so he, maybe Jordan Phantasm. can let us know why. We will do a Phantasm episode one of these days, just so Andrew will shut the fuck up about Because he's kind of movie. a ghost. Maybe he's not a ghost yeah, maybe not maybe that's maybe he's like a different well he's from a yeah. different realm different yeah. yeah so whatever that's possible fuck phantasm right yeah so yeah ghost in the graveyard by jordan monsell check it out he has an etsy store he has two other pieces one that's a stephen king collage called king country another one that's called the fifth dimension which is a black white and gray twilight zone original twilight zone series collage which we should do a edgar Allan poe one that would That'd be, be great, cool. too. That would be sick. Just try it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So I'd uh, buy that. I would buy one of He those. also does silhouettes, so pretty much just like the white background with the black outline of a bunch of different, you know, horror movie and pop culture icons. For example, cool. he has Nightmare Before Christmas shit on there, Star Wars, the Universal Monsters, Ghostbusters, X-Files, Krampus, Marvel, oh, wow. Hocus Pocus, kind of fun. which may be Santa Artichoke. Claus or somebody will bring to you. Of uh, the the, the sisters, Sanderson sisters. Sanderson sisters. They have, like their heads. Yes, oh, that's like cool. the outline of their heads. Yeah. So yeah, maybe that'll be a gift for you one of these days. That'd be fun. But uh, yeah, he does all those and many more. Uh, thanks for supporting the show, and I will put the link to his Etsy store in there. I would encourage that you uh, buy this art because it's awesome. I never really talked about artwork on this podcast before, but it's really cool stuff. So, yeah, yeah. With that being said, yeah, couple, move on, Michael. Couple quick news items, folks. Okay. I thought you said we were no news this week. No, no very, very, little, very, very few news. things. Oh, so, You're making it longer. The uh, the first one, uh, this will come as a disappointment to you. The Purge TV series on USA that oh, we have watched both no, seasons of. Oh, I love that show. Has been given the axe. Oh, that's so sad. Canceled. How did you know that was? You must have known that already. Did you look at the outline? 
No, I didn't. Well, I you started saying, oh, no, before he said anything. Well, because I, when he said bad news oh. about a TV series you like, and he said The Purge, and I was like, oh, no, I really yeah. like See, that. See, I feel like that's good news. No, is that not? No, it's not good news. Overkill. It's it's an okay show. The first two I seasons like were it. okay. Oh, I've never some, seen it. I was some, just going based oh, on Yeah, we, we, watch, we watch both yeah. seasons. I wouldn't call it great, but it's, I liked it. it's decent, and it had some good stuff in there. It's the same thing as the Purge movies. They explore some different storylines about how people come to how much know, I've seen the Purge commit movie. violence during f- the Purge. How thick is the layer of cheese on that show? Uh, there's a lot of. I like, like yeah. cheese. It's so, pretty uh, cheese. It's yeah. You like cheese? cheese? Yeah. You would like cheese? Yeah. I've never, I've never really been. A, I mean, I, I, I've I seen like new things. Like I like cheese. <laughs> So I've actually never seen any, any of the Purge movies aside from the first one. That's the only one I... And then should, both I, seasons of this TV The first one was moderately yeah. decent. I know the sequels have, have, have... People have said decent things about the sequels, that they kind of have gotten better as they've gone along. But are yeah. they streaming? Do you know if they're streaming somewhere? No. no not, not all right of them? No, no. No. Is that hard? Well, we were They're talking. considered horror movies. They're, I'd consider how, more thrillers. Yeah, how is that considered horror? I don't understand the... How? Fucking, no, how is that? Certain things aren't, and this it's home, is... It's home invasion horror thrillers. Yeah, that's true. So I I guess, th- And I think it should be considered horror, but what yeah. I don't understand is how that's considered horror, and certain other, like, yeah. psychological thrillers aren't. I guess it all, it all, all like depends on your... Like, A Quiet Place is a horror movie. Which one? A, a Quiet, Quiet Place. Place. Oh, well, that, that's a monster movie. That's all, Of course that's unequivocally horror. But it's also, like, a thriller horror movie. Right, but it has monsters, like alien monsters. It's a dramatic sci-fi. A lot like, um, a lot like, uh, Annihilation, which I thought was a good movie. But that's a sci-fi, like, thriller-ish. Annihilation had some good stuff in there. I saw that. But that's a monster movie, too. Yeah. I mean, if we want to break it down. For me, if it's, if there's monsters in it, I consider it to be a horror movie. That's just my personal opinion. But there's monsters in real life, psychological thrillers, and you don't consider that horror. So, yeah, okay, maybe. All right. I don't know. Whatever, Michael. Okay. I'm just going to call you Michael the whole well, time. Well, whatever to oh, you. Oh, Michael. Whatever Michael. to you, Andrew and Catherine. Yeah, but you always um, call me Andrew. It's not different. Yeah, I know. I you don't call I, her Catherine. I, I don't really call you. I don't call you. Sometimes. I don't call you Andy. So yeah, I guess it is. Kind you of call the same me Andrew. Thing. I'm not. I don't, an I don't Andy. call you Catherine. I call and you, you Walter. Ever, most real, of the you can time. call me Walter. But if you ever <laughs> call me Andy. Then I'm not talking to you. I think you called him Andy. <laughs> I've texted you, times. Andy, a few times. I think. I think I. So you hate Andy. I think I've been so programmed to ignore it because I can't stand Andy. Andy's. Oh, Andy, get over here, Andy. Andy. What am I, a child? Leave me alone. Yes, Shut you up, are. I'm fucking you, bitch. You are a child. <laughs> and Drew's that douchey. Drew's too. You. Drew's too douchey. I used to like Drew, but that's such a douchey. Yeah. Name. I mean, you could call then me you AJ. Need to get, like, you know, AJ's actually my nickname. You need to get like really cool glasses. So you could call me AJ. Really? Or AJ. age. AJ Byers. AJ? That's what my I've been called since I was a child from my dad and my mom kind of go, but like the whole time growing up I was AJ. And not Andrew, Drew, or Andy. It was uh, Or AJ. age. Yeah, I mean if you're, I feel like if you have an A name and your middle name is a J, but you Seth have to calls go you by Andrew. AJ. He does because I don't know what it is about AJ, but I feel like that just represents But everyone else calls you AJ? Nobody else is calls you. But new? I was no when I was younger when I was younger I think he's trying to make it a called, thing. No, when I was younger I was called AJ. So I think he, I think he wants he wants AJ? to be called AJ. I think we should start calling no, him. No, I don't like that. But I don't know many AJs. Maybe I do. I think I'm gonna keep calling you Walter all the time. Walter's, Walter's fine a good too, name for you. Because usually on the podcast I am Walter because I'm drinking and I'm high and fucking uh, And so we're can't... ranting. Any any farewell words to the Purge TV series that you um, loved so much? I don't know because 
because that just took me really off guard, and I'm really sad about it because I love The Purge. I think mm. I I don't even know if I've seen. I probably have seen the movies. One of at least the first. You've movie seen the one first point. one because you watched it with me. Um, but I mean, oh, that's so sad. I'm really upset about it because I really like the series. So is it just like going on a hiatus, or is it like canceled? Ah, oh. yeah, canceled. Oh, that makes me really sad. Um, Sorry well. to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah, so Sometimes news can farewell, be bad. Farewell, Purge. You were really awesome while I watched you. Yeah. And um, Ethan Hawke, uh, yeah. relevant to this episode, actually made a... Mr. Uh, Captain Unibrow. Yeah, he actually made Even an appearance. Josh Hartnett at both have Unibrows. He, he made an appearance in season two of the Purge TV series, reprising his role from the first Purge movie. What was the movie we just watched with Josh Hartnett? Uh, 30 uh, Days a Night. No. No. I put on Sin City for about ten minutes, and then you told me to turn it off because oh, you hated it. it was, and he was yeah. in the first five I don't minutes like of that. Sin City. Sin City's a great movie. How you can hate you that hate? Movie? I think yeah. it's stupid. Sin City's awesome. Uh, we're, not, we're not talking about that movie. <laughs> I mean, I respect your opinion, but don't say it's stupid. That's Just stupid. say you don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it, and it's stupid. I mean, the art, the, the, <laughs> the cinematography and the artwork in it alone. Well, Kat, is I don't enjoy I don't you, and you're stupid. It so. looks too fa- like the the whole the way it's filmed. It's supposed that, to be. I, done I know that it's way. supposed to be that. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's All right, you don't have to. All like right, it. children. Let's, All right, let's, I know. Let's we're reel even, it in. Let's reel it in. We're talking about whatever. We're fine. We're Cat. fine. We're fine. Elijah right. Wood's so good in that movie. He's Otherwise, awesome though, Josh Hartnett awesome is. Awesome cast. Benicio Del Toro, Clive Owen, Bruce Willis, Elijah Wood, Nick Stahl, I feel like Clive Jessica Owen's, Alba. I feel like Clive Owen's under. Brittany Murphy, R.I.P. Well, I could do <laughs> without... I, could, I know. Before I, was, I say something rude, I'm not going to... I could do without Brittany Murphy. I don't really care that she's You not. don't like her? I thought she was great when she was Clueless, she was Sin City, Clueless. Eight Mile. Yeah, she's in Making Clueless. fun of me for going to Michael's. You like Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a good call. That's yes. a good call. Yes, he does like Clueless. I do. Uh, it's fine. You can like Clueless, well, <laughs> but he who doesn't go can't make fun of someone for going to Michael's when you watch and like mm. This is the best nobody, news segment ever. I don't, well, no, nobody loves Clueless more than my sister and my mom do. They fucking love that movie. So well, having grown movie. up with both of them, yeah. they, I, I've seen it probably 15, 25 times. Well, it seems like you guys all have a similar trait. You're all clueless, so you like. Oh well. Oh, oh. that's a little. Burn. Burn. How about that? Smash factory. No. That's a joke of jokes. <laughs> that's a the lamest joke ever. But I like next it. news good. item, that's folks. Season two of Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone reboot is dropping on June 25th. I haven't seen any of the other ones. So can you say that again? I missed it. Season two. <laughs> season dose of yeah. Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone reboot. Oh. All ten episodes drop on June 25th. So, Andrew, you haven't seen it. You're a huge Twilight Zone fan. Cat I haven't I, seen it because of you. Yes, I was probably a direct influence on this. Yeah, you were like, no, do not I was, watch the time. I was going to get there. I was going to get there. <laughs> but uh, Season one sucked. Yeah, it it's sucked. that bad? It sucked so hard. There is were, it just too woke? There were, it's way woke. Oh, dude, it is so it. super woke. There's like a few good episodes, and there's a few that really, really blow. Like, I feel like the thing they need to get right about this... So, like, obviously when Rod Serling wrote all the Twilight Zone episodes back in the 50s and 60s, I think it was, there was social commentary in there, but it was subtle. Or, you know, a little sometimes in some cases a little bit more overt. These episodes were about as subtle as a fucking sledgehammer to the face. Andrew, go ahead. Can, see, I haven't seen any of them, but uh-huh. I just... But, like, there's nothing... Like, I don't... I get that there's always going to be social commentary during an episode of the Twilight Zone. That's what makes it good. But in general... When they make that social commentary, it encompasses everyone. Maybe I'm being mistaken or maybe I'm just blind to it. 
but it encompasses all humans. Correct. It doesn't just gear towards making one section of human beings feel bad. Now, I know that's probably sounds stupid, but mm. that's what I, if is that the difference, kind of? I get what you're implying here. And I don't know if I should be implying it because I feel like that makes me seem insensitive. And no. Because no, maybe it's completely insensitive. There's a lot of that. I mean, there was, like, I, I remember, like, I don't remember every episode, but there were, there was definitely a Me Too episode. There was uh, a racism episode. There was a, with, with, like, you know, a cop that was like a Black doing police brutality. Like... Oh, this is a, dude, the worst episode of Black Mirror blew most of these episodes out of the fucking water. Is it like Star Wars where all the bad guys are white males? Um, in some cases, yes. Because we been, are the that, worst. That, that's, I get it. That's I been mean, a yeah. critique of the new Star Wars movies by some people. No, that, but that's not new yeah. Star Wars movies. That is every Star Wars movie. So when people complain about that, they need to stop. Because yeah. the bad guys in Star Wars, the evil empire, uh, it's always been a bunch of white guys. Yeah, it has. It's like that's new. So will we... Will, we we rewatched Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker because they're now on Disney Plus, and, and we I the Force like Awakens, I personally that was the first time I had seen Last Jedi, and I, I enjoyed it a I lot. Thought it was really good, and I kind of avoided avoided spoilers for way too long, and I'm admittedly not the biggest Star Wars fan. Like I waited for it to be on Netflix to to watch it, um, but I, I like I remember after the fact I watched it, I was like I thought that was pretty good. So I remember a lot of people were outraged by it, so I kind of Googled what made people mad and it was a lot of that stuff like you know every villain's a white male and all the characters are you know not white males so i can see why all the stupid people online would be and angry black about that and ugly what? like like they're all like <laughs> no i mean they're like what? like they're like the Sith people yeah they're all yeah. in like black and they're dark and they have well, wrinkly the faces old and star wars movies like the evil empire was designed to look like the Nazis, like they were Correct. supposed to be the oh, Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, and same, so the fact that they're all white still isn't a big surprise. So right. people being complaining, all oh, the new ones, well, and, and they're the, all the, bad. They're the, all the white guys are bad. In the, the, f- the first, the, the first order is very, is very clearly like a reference to like the alt right people now. Well, even the colors, even yeah, the yeah. colors, black, red, white, and what well, what about well, it's what red, yeah, white, black, red, and white. Pretty yeah, much. black, red, yeah. and white. Who's I the mean, um? Who's that guy? That's the bad guy with the red face. General Hux. Oh, Darth Maul. Darth Maul. Number one. Like if we were gonna have a draft of who I wanted oh, to see origin stories of. They need to do an origin movie of Darth Maul. And they're fucking letting it... Darth Maul's the best. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like scary. He's so good. The fact that they killed him off in the first one... He has yellow eyes, too, right? Yeah, he's got bad so John. Dude, he looks like the demon from <sighs> Insidious. So, yes, but he, he does! But he wields he a does. lightsaber. That's pretty much what he is. He's so scary. Yeah. Can I go off on another tangent? Yeah, sure. go Because we were talking about Netflix, right? Yeah. All right, Netflix. I got a bone to pick with you. Uh, okay, I don't know if great. I was just—I don't know if I was just too drunk and I. You know what really grinds my gears, Netflix? It's you. It's very possible I was outside smoking a cigarette during this part of it, but I watched Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. Yeah. And oh, I know what you're gonna rant. Well, yeah, I was talking yeah, about the other night. There was a scene story. missing in the movie. At least I think, and I'm pretty sure I didn't leave the room in this period of time. So it's when Ace first finds out about Snowflake and uh, Snowflake. Here's Snowflake. What's her name? Here's Snowflake. Courtney Cox's character. I can't remember her name. Uh, I forget too. Fuck. And I just um, watched it because it's, it's Ace Ventura. I don't pay attention to names. Lois? No, not Lois. That's Lois, Lois Einhorn, Einhorn is the Einhorn villain. Einhorn no, 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 no. I, I, so yeah, go ahead. she takes him to Snowflake's tank and he's inspecting it. Right. And he finds the little gem from the diamond ring. The ring. The Super yep. Bowl ring. As he's in, when he's in the tank looking, all the reporters start coming over to the tank because they want to see Snowflake and they don't want the reporters to know that Snowflake's missing. So Courtney Cox is yelling at Jim Carrey to get out of the pool 
get out of the pool and they get to the pool and then he goes into his he's like the cha- the trainer from like Germany or whatever he comes yeah. out and he's like it's Hans this moving or whatever <laughs> and it's like a wicked funny part of the movie and there's like a lot of good one liners in there and that part was missing from the movie yeah and I can't huh. imagine That's why weird. because they left the beginning scene where he finds the dog for the woman and she's like how can I pay you and he's like Mm. Tells her the price, and then she's like, "How about I blow you instead?" And then he gets a blowjob. <laughs> He's like holding so on. So it the can't ceiling. be for any reason yeah. that would it, because it was offensive in some maybe way. It's, maybe you did. Maybe what? Maybe unless it's maybe, maybe German was, people. Or maybe something. it was pulled by this because I, I think the studio ultimately is the one that submits the final edits of things to to run on. That's Netflix. the first time it hasn't. Yeah, been because Netflix. Why would you take that part? Yeah, why would they? Why would you take that part out? That part's funny. So like the only thing that I've seen like that. So like we have Disney Plus and like certain. Like, because we watched a lot of the old Disney cartoons, like a lot of the classic well, ones. Well, that's different. And before, like, you watch some of them, it will say on there, viewer warning, there are culturally, what's the word they use? Culturally insensitive references yeah, in this episode. Yeah, which there is a ton of. That are dated, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, there's, like, a lot of, like, offensive Jewish so things this? in, like, old Disney cartoons that people obviously are familiar with. But, like, there's a lot of weird stuff in some of those, but they... Play that in there, like in the, at the beginning. So I've never seen Netflix do anything like that. Well, yeah. So you're gonna cut we this went, all No, out. no, we went we went way out. <laughs> oh, we went way off tangent. Right. There. What are we at? Like an hour this already? Is the no, best twenty minutes. We're good. News segment ever because it has nothing to do with the news. <laughs> it has nothing to do with so, anything. I love it. I love it. Here's Let's to do like this all the time. Here's to hoping that season two of the Twilight Zone is better than season one, which I did not like. Um, I'm hoping that it is because I love the fucking Twilight Zone. Some of the guest stars in this season: Jenna Elfman, Topher Grace, Joel McHale, Chris Maloney, Elliot I love Stabler, Chris Maloney. Uh, Jimmy Simpson, who is in Westworld and he plays one of the McPoyles, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia, and Damon Wayans. So, good guest stars. Hope there's some good episodes and some better writing this this season. I would say. All right, next news item: Ryan Murphy, creator of American Horror Story, American Crime Story, Hollywood. Glee, and many other shows, took to Instagram recently to announce that there was going to be a spinoff of American Horror Story called American Horror Stories. Oh, stories. Wherein each season will have multiple episodes, and each episode will be its own self-contained story, which, if you ask me, is a much better idea for them to do with this show. Because as a fan of American Horror Story... All the seasons start out pretty strong, and as you get into the later episodes, they fade and suck. I mean... And I think if you could do a different story every episode, like The Twilight Zone, like any of those other anthology shows, Black Mirror... Don't they do a different story? No, they don't. They do they a do different a story every season, season, a theme yeah. in a story oh, every so a season. season every episode. See, they're, I like... They're I, saying, I like, thought a different... season one was really good. That's the only season I've ever seen, but then I stopped watching They've gotten it. stupider as it's gone longer. Like, it wasn't bad. Stupider? More Stop stupid, it. excuse me. Oh, as yeah, stupid easily. as stupid is. Um, stupid is as stupid I think does. there's definitely better and worse seasons. Bad, better, and worse seasons of American Horror Story. Like, there are some seasons that are like, they're good. Then there's other seasons that you're like, oh, man, that was awesome. And there's other seasons you're like, those suck. Yeah, the first, like, the first three seasons... Were really good. The first yeah. season was awesome. First season was awesome. Second season was Coven Asylum. That was, was awesome. awesome. Coven was my personal favorite. And then when they got into Freak Show, they that never, one sucked, and they, they started never going had downhill. Something as good as Coven. Hotel was okay. I I kind of like Roanoke Hotel, was actually. okay. Uh, Roanoke, Apocalypse. Yeah. The well, the Apocalypse, which was the um, 
Murder House and Coven Crossover. That season was good. That I liked that good. one a lot. Yeah. And then what else? What did they, the they, did, where... they did the uh, the 1984 one was the last season. The uh, 80s one. That was okay. It was okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, ugh. they're just kind of teetering on like okay-ish. Yeah. All the time. Which is why, so my opinion is like. They start out strong, and then the story doesn't lend itself to ten that episodes. That election one was terrible. That was the worst. That was terrible, Freak too. Freak show was Freak terrible. show was terrible. I mean, yeah, and, like, bad. that's such a waste of a season. Like, yeah. when you invest and you're like, oh, I love American Horror Story, and then you're like, oh, I haven't, I haven't liked the first three episodes. Like, how much longer do I let it go before yeah. then I just wait until yeah. it gets to Netflix and binge it later? It, it always sucks like, when you get into a show and you're like, Jesus Christ, I've I've invested this much time in these episodes. i got to well, see it through to the like, end. Like, when you're not enjoying it and you have to watch it anyway, that's the fucking worst. But that now sucks. it's like, if you have to wait week to week to watch it and you're not that excited to watch it... Yeah. That's when you really know if you're into a show or not. Uh, like we watch perfect example. What we do in the shadows uh, every, <laughs> every, every week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, perfect example is Westworld. Um, yeah. We stopped watching with about three episodes left because this show now. Walking sucks. Dead is the same way. Walking Dead, same thing. Like too much. Sometimes less is more. I we can't get into all that because it, we it would just it would just be it would take too up all long, of our podcast. But yeah, I actually think <laughs> if the writers and you know producers of American Horror Story can kind of have their focus on one episode at a time as opposed to a season-long arc, this might help. So I think this would be a, a better show, personally. Yeah. In my own I, I think it would be, it, it's a nice spin. It's a nice, mm. it would be something new. If Even if they did it for a season. Yeah. And then thought, you know, we have some other good ideas, but like just to give it a, give it a try. I think it might be too ambitious for them because I feel like it might almost be easier to write an entire season based on one theme than it would be to write a different theme mm. for each episode. Wouldn't yeah. you think that? Well, it, it, shouldn't they it just all, change out the writers every season? That's what I was. They, they could they could change the writers out every episode if yeah. it was an anthology. They could they could bring people in to like do an episode and not commit to. A I whole think they should have Jason point. Bateman write an episode. Sure, whoever else I love that Jason works Bateman. with Ryan Murphy, you know. But Jason Bateman's good. Mm. Okay, last and final news topic of oh the night. Wow, this is the longest news segment ever. It's your it's fault. Not, it's, yeah, you, 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 like, you, you just said it was the best one ever, and, and now, now you're, you're saying like, it's the longest one the ever? Best, this is the worst. I hate you. You're the going. worst. You're the worst. <laughs> this is a quick one. This is stupid, because it can't even happen anyway. So in a recent interview, one Matthew Lillard talking about Scream 5. Is that Mickey? Mm-hmm. No, that's Timothy Oliphant. From yeah. Santa Clarita I Diet and Justified. Forget. I always forget. Matthew Lillard is the like, I'm dying, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Said he would be open to return for Scream 5. Wow. Yeah, I don't think it's I'm going to happen. I'm kind of underwhelmed. Um, how would they bring him back? He very clearly died at the end of the first Scream movie. He's going to be like a ghost. I think it was more of a thing where, like, he didn't say they were planning on bringing him back, but if they asked him to come back, he would be open for a return. Which, what else is Matthew Lillard doing these days? Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Well, he was in that show with Christina Hendricks. Oof. Wow. That you were. Redhead? Oh, good girl. Yeah, he's in that, right? Oh, yeah, he the is. Redhead? Yes, Christina oh, like Hendricks. Oof. Christina Hendricks is married. She looks like a mouse. Love. Is that the mousey bitch? Love her. She's Jane. She's the... Uh, I don't know who the fuck Jane oh, is. I'm sorry. Did I you said she's the mousey bitch. <laughs> mousey bitch. I don't know. She has red hair. Hendricks? And she's like Anna, or no, I'm thinking of Anna wicked, Hendricks. No. no, no That's no, the no. mousey bitch with the red hair. Sorry. I don't mean to call someone a Christ, mousey Christ, bitch. Christina Hendricks. I feel is, like that's me. Uh, another red hair. I think Anna Hendricks are beautiful. I just a lovely woman. I think that you are a is super mousy nice. looking person yes. with red hair, and that's not a yes. bad thing. This girl. Oh yeah, with the 
She's very yes. Yeah, busty. She's very busty and buggy. She looks like voluptuous. She's, she's a very what a per- girl. perfect character for Mad Men because she looks like she's from the fifties. She looks like Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. She's she's exactly nothing yeah. wrong with that. I mean, maybe my first crush ever was Jessica Rabbit when I was growing up. So, you know. Anyway, so yeah, Matthew Lillard down for Scream Five You're if he's uh, if he's man. asked back. Who doesn't love Jessica Rabbit? Are you kidding me? Ask any man about Jessica Rabbit and they'll be like... When you're a child and you're like, I got nothing else. There ain't no porn. All right, right, folks. I didn't mean for that to go that way. Not that I've ever done that, but that's a thing. (laughs) Anything else in the news? Anything else you want to plug, promote, talk about? Um, Before we move into our topic of the net. I would like to mention that 27 years ago today, I'm sure something may have happened. I have no idea. That's... I was just being ridiculous. 27 <laughs> years ago today, something happened. Yeah, I was just being ridiculous. What else in the news? Mm. Oh. On this oh. day, 27 years ago, I don't know what happened. <laughs> what like, happened? It seems like a Nothing. It's a joke. It was a terrible... See? You don't even know That's that it was a terrible joke. joke. <laughs> I was being stupid. <laughs> I'm high. Leave me alone. Oh. That's like... Hey, All right. I bet my mom I couldn't make a car out of spaghetti. It would have been cool if I could have came up with something better. You should have seen our face when I drove pasta. <laughs> that's, see, that's at least a, there's a punchline. My joke had no punchline. Yeah, you had no joke. That Mine was, was no just joke. A, a, it was a speaking That wasn't joke. even a joke. Right, like a, anyway. a conversational right. joke. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> Fucking leave me alone. We're moving on to tonight's topic. <laughs> I gotta go pee. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right. So sinister. <laughs> As Andrew and Cat high five in the background. Sorry. High five. For an unknown, I didn't know it was that insulting to say to somebody. They're probably making fun of me or something. <laughs> hmm. So <clears throat> sinister, a 2012 horror movie that is uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Liked it. Was a fan. <laughs> But I know that there is one person on this podcast that happens to love this movie and included it on his top three of the 2010 decade, and that would be one Andrew. That would be me. John. AJ. AJ. Andrew Jeffrey. Andrew Jeffrey. Jeffrey. John? You need a Jeffrey. Bayles. Oh, Dare I say AJ Byers or AJ, Walter Byers? AJ uh, Byers. Any of your WJ other Bears. Any I of think your Walter other Jeffrey Byers would be a much better yeah. name. My name is Walter Jeffrey Byers. Walter Jeffrey yeah. Byers. I own Walmart. No. So, Andrew, given your <laughs> esteemed opinion of this movie, what are your overall thoughts... Spoiler free in case anybody hasn't seen it. Where does this movie rank for you? Legacy? What are your thoughts overall? So I didn't see this movie in theaters. It finally became available on demand. And I watched it. And then I proceeded to make about seven other people that hadn't seen the movie yet watch it with me. Because I liked it so much that I wanted to see their reactions. So that's how much I liked it. Interesting. I, I was like, I really like this movie. It's like when you see a good stand-up. So you want to start like You want to show somebody. Movie. No, no, yeah. no. You want to. You want other people to like it as much as you did. And when they don't, you're disappointed. And when you, they do, you're like, yay, you're my friend. I love you. Interesting. Okay. You made a good movie. Right. Recommendation. So you how like many it. friends did you make with this movie? Well, they were already my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to show this to people I don't know. Would you pull a Costanza? I just walk down the street and be like, hey, you. Have you ever seen Sinister? Pull no? Get over Stanza. here. You're coming over my house. I got a pepperoni pizza and a large bottle of Pepsi. It sounds pretty good. I'd go. I think most people would enjoy that invitation. Yeah. If you invite me over your house for pizza and Pepsi yeah. and a good horror movie. I would assume you probably were going to try something on me later or murder yeah. me and bury me in your basement. But yeah. if neither of those things, I still would go. Or you could just be a swell guy. Uh, that I, I still would be like, I do guy. really <laughs> like pizza and Pepsi. Yes. Do you have Sour Patch Kids too? 
Love. And if they said yes, then love me some like a child into like a child into a white van. I would have flooded to their house. Oh my god! I just got that. Well, so yeah. Big fan of this movie, needless to say. Well, I'm trying to be spoiler-free. I love the, um, this movie has a lot of snuff films in it. Oh, and see, that's the that best earlier. part of the movie. Snuff films. That's what they are. What do you think they're called? I don't know what they were Seth called. Seth said the same thing, too, because he thought a snuff film had to involve some sort of Sexual child act. porn in it. No. <laughs> essentially, I was like, that's not a snuff film. No, a snuff film that's is essentially, really the, the definition film, is, I looked it up before, and a snuff film is just a film that actually depicts a death. That's it's what they snuffing out a, a life. It's a yes. film that snuffs yeah. out life. Yes. Which, gotcha. if you go into the dark corners of the interweb, there are plenty of these out there. With uh, you know a lot of real life unfortunate situations, but this thankfully depicts some uh, fictional ones. Oh, like I listened to a YouTube podcast of this guy mm-hmm. who went. He didn't even put a video of his face. It was just his, his recording and his experience on the dark web as a hacker. Yeah, and he went in and he got linked into this room, and it was like this dark web, like snuff film setup. Like they watched some guy get ripped apart by a fucking baboon, Jesus and they watched Christ. some other guy get sawed in half, like actual video actual people Jesus. watching this and like they started to link back to his IPS address and he freaked out and like turned off his computer because yeah. yeah. he wasn't supposed to be in there he like hacked his way in and it was like his experience on the dark web I was like yeah, oh that's, that's horrifying yeah that's terrible that, gonna, next, that's... next thing you know you're going to be the person in that snuff film yeah. Like, yeah. you're going to yeah. be the one uh. that they're murdering the closest thing I've seen to anything like that are some of like the Taliban like decapitating videos, which I don't know why I watched them when I was younger, but I did, and they're fucking David terrible. Cross? David Pearl was David the one that Pearl. I saw, the journalist who got captured and was held captive, and essentially they just saw his head off with a rusty knife. It's disgusting. Oh my god! Rusty and spoons. Uh, oh, the, the audio is worse than the video of these videos, and I would not advocate that any of you go and look these up because they're genuinely disturbing. You shouldn't and, watch snuff uh, films. There's one of like some Mexican woman getting her head cut off. I watched oh, it. Yeah, no. That was fucking with, like, with like a dull blade. I was like, yeah, yeah. oh god, and I yeah, feel yeah, uncomfortable. Why did I watch this? Cat, what did you think of Sinister? Um, I think it's a genuinely scary movie, um, and it's like a thriller. You know, you're kind of as you watch it, you're at the edge of your seat to see what's going to happen next, and. Um, I like those type of movies, so this was kind of nice. It had its scary factor, but I don't know if, like, at the end of the day, the the big the big scary monster, if I was really scared of it. You we'll, know what I we'll, mean? We'll talk about we'll talk about, about Bagul. That, we'll talk about Bagul because I have my thoughts on him as well. But yeah, I mean, I feel like this. I mean, the idea of it is scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I think the actual Bagul itself. Is that scary? Right. But mm. um, the whole concept of the movie is scary. Disagree. Okay. We'll get there. I wouldn't ever buy a house that I knew hap- murders happen in the back. Like, I mean, Murder. in the backyard. No way. Well, Absolutely not. you wouldn't have, especially if your husband lied to you about uh, buying well, a house where... Well, yeah, but I mean, I, there's some weird things that go on with, like, their kids and stuff. Like, I mean, there's... Yeah. You know that there's a history there and there's, you know reasons why he bought that house to further his career and whatever. I mean, it's... Yeah. He was desperate. Yeah, he was definitely desperate. Which is what you need in a character in a horror movie. Like, you need someone that's desperate. Yeah. Because they're always, in some way, they turn out to be desperate. They're desperate to save their own life. They're desperately trying to rekindle something. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, in that sense, that's what makes it scary, is that he's so desperate that he's now putting his family in danger to further his career. 
Exactly. He's Good trying point. To, he's trying to write another another book that makes him famous again, which ultimately ends up happening. But uh, I, I think this movie is severely underrated. Dare I call it an underrated gem? Oh. See, I would never consider this movie underrated because I love it so much. I feel like you, you don't really hear it talked about too much. Which is a shame because it's a top phenomenal movie. Of the 2010s. I mean, it, it, it definitely... It, I don't think there's anything that's reinventing the wheel here, but it's very effective when it's trying to scare you. There's a lot of jump scares, which some people found to be a negative. I thought it was good. Uh, but it, all, it also had a combination of jump scares and actual genuine disturbing scary material. So it wasn't all jump scares, which a lot of movies are, and I think that sucks. But this this had a kind of a combination of both. Um, I also did not see this in theaters. We watched this on DVD back when Redbox was a thing. Uh, we watched it <laughs> back at her parents' Box. house um, when they were away. We were house-sitting, and I remember one of the scariest parts about this movie, which we'll talk more about, is the soundtrack. Uh, the DVD menu was a loop of the horrifying music in this movie. And we I feel like we were like prepping food and stuff. And we had it in, we loaded it in, and it just kept going. And I just kept hearing no. in the background, I was like, Jesus Christ, this movie, like, what, what is this shit already? <laughs> I'm yeah. scared. And the like, soundtrack's having, So I don't think I've seen it since then, which was, it came out in 2012, so that was eight years ago. I forgot how scary this movie is. Uh, the snuff stuff. Oh, that could oh, be a Jeopardy scary. category. The scariest part of the movie. Genuinely disturbing. Wait, is this spoiler now? No, and I'm just giving my overall thoughts, okay. and then we'll move into that. And then I, I also thought, you know, I know, Kat, you said you weren't a big fan of Bagul once you saw him, but I, I thought he was a genuinely scary uh, movie-style monster. So, yeah, those are my thoughts. All right, amigos. So uh, one of the things that we always start out with is ranking where this particular movie ends up in the list of uh, horror movies that came out in the year that it was released in. In this case, 2012. The year of the Mayan apocalypse. 2012. Lots of crap. (coughs) A few decent movies here. If you've seen them, let me know. And let me know where you think this movie ranks uh, amongst all these movies, okay? Okay. The House at the End of the Street. I don't know. I probably saw it. It's probably terrible. Bag of crap that starred a very young Jennifer Lawrence before she became famous and got nominated for Oscars and did the Hunger Games. Was this trying to become Last House on the Left? Uh, something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Prometheus. I really like that movie. movie. I love. I don't consider it a horror movie though. I don't know if I've seen that. It's an alien. It's a. It's an alien prequel. Absolutely. So I know you. You're not a fan of those movies. I. I loved it. I actually loved Alien Covenant. I thought too. the gods were awesome. Yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, I don't know. A lot of people didn't like this. Face but suckers. I personally did. Uh, Underworld Awakening. Never seen these movies. Uh, don't care to. I like the first ones because Kate Beckinsale was a babe. Yeah, true. Ever seen the Underworld movies? Uh, no. No. Okay. I don't think so. Uh, the Woman in Black, which is a horror movie starring post. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. Really? Mm. I love that. Yeah, that's a good movie. Decent movie. Woman yeah, in Black is... That that's a scary movie. My problem with the second one, I watched about 10 minutes of it, and it was the darkest thing I'd ever watched. Mm. Like, I mean, like, dark screen. Like, you couldn't see what the fuck was going on. It was very... I watched, like, 10 minutes. Like the Battle of Winterfell in Game of Thrones? Ah. Uh. 
I picture that as the opening to a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm not yeah. watching this. It's boring. I can't see anything. Yeah. Chernobyl Diaries, which is a found footage horror movie about uh, tourists that get a guided tour of uh, Chernobyl, the Russia, H- and things go wrong. No, not, not, the, not, HBO. not the HBO. Not the HBO uh, series, which was also phenomenal. No, I just had... This no, is a good little found footage horror movie. Did you see this? No. Andrew? No. No. Okay. I don't like much fun We'll footage. just skip it. But the I HBO like... series of mm. Chernobyl was amazing. Yes, that was great. And also very scary. Even and very not a, scary. Yeah, not a, uh, not a horror series at all, but uh, very disturbing. I think kind of, I mean, you can maybe... It had Professor... You can, make, you can make the case for it. Professor Moriarty was in it. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. I love talking about Professor Moriarty, so I was like, this was a different Sherlock Holmes, though. Wait, was Moriarty in, in Chernobyl? Chernobyl? Yeah, he was. No, he the, was in he the episode the, of Black Mirror. He's in Sherlock, obviously. No, I'm saying Moriarty from the Robert Downey Jr. Yes, yes. Oh, 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 that one. That yeah. One. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jared Harris. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's in uh, Mad Men too. He's great in this show. Yeah. He's good. Chernobyl. We're not. He's also in uh, the first season of uh, what's it called? The the AMC horror show with the uh, monster polar bear with the ship that was stuck in the ice. What the, oh, what the fuck was it called? Um, the Terror. The Terror. Yes, good series. Another good series. Yeah. All right, my personal favorite horror movie of 2012, <clears throat> VHS, which Andrew, you still have not seen. I've I know seen, you could I've say seen, you haven't I've seen, seen one of them. Phantasm. Um. I'm just going to say that I vote Sinister as the best movie of it is. all those movies. Fair enough. It's undisputed, number one. Yeah. We're going to do an episode on VHS one of these days, the VHS series. We can do uh, all three movies. Ah, we would love to do that. We won't I even mean, do a VHS yeah. one. We should do a anthology. Best yes, of top three anthologies. Good idea. Good idea. Um, here's the rest of the crap bag horror movies for 2012 real quick. Okay, rapid fire because there's a lot of them. Resident Evil Retribution. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I like that movie. <laughs> you, you saw that? It wasn't <laughs> bad. It was pretty good. It wasn't, it wasn't a horror movie. It was just entertaining. Yeah. It was Abraham just Lincoln just hunting vampires. Yeah, like what doesn't sound mm-hmm. good about that? Yeah. Uh, Paranormal Activity 4. Wrong Turn 5. The Bay. The ABCs of Death. Oh, boy, did that movie stink. Oh, I saw that. We watched that movie. Talk about a bad so... anthology mm-hmm. series. Uh, and a book I recently read. Still have not seen the movie. John Dies at the End. Oh. 2012. Phenomenal movie. Yeah, I, I want to see the movie, movie real bad. I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. I finished the book. It was awesome. It was really, really Such good. a weird movie. Yeah. Um, I personally am a, a huge fan of VHS. Uh, love Prometheus. I don't know where I would rank Sinister amongst those three. Sinister is scarier probably than both the both yeah, of those it's movies. It's better than both. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You can say it. It's fine. <sighs> well, I think I enjoy VHS a little bit more, but uh, this is probably a better movie. So, a couple quick facts about Sinister before we jump into our categories. This movie was directed by Scott Derrickson, who you may know from other such movies that he has directed and/or written, such as Doctor Strange, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Ooh. The Day the Earth Stood Still remake with Keanu Reeves, which I have not seen. And he's also directing an upcoming movie that's a mystery horror thriller Conley's called Bermuda Triangle. I'm a sucker for Bermuda Triangle stuff, so I would uh, absolutely I would watch see that. that. Yeah. Uh, this movie is a Blumhouse production, <clears throat> just like every other successful horror movie that's come out in the last 10 years. It's yep. produced by Blumhouse. Cranking up the big boys, cranking up the big boys. Yeah, I mean, so many of the classics <laughs> that have come out over the last decade have been from Blumhouse. Um, the, all the Purge movies, yeah, all the Insidious movies. The connects thing, you know. Get Out. What? Huh? Next, the cranking up the big 
Oh, like oh. Uh, like the you mean like the Lego alternative? What, yeah. what a fucking yeah. obscure reference! <laughs> you know, like connects. Oh, those things. You mean like K I N E X? That yeah. if I was yeah, given yeah. that as a gift as a child, I'd be like, oh I'm my not god, putting I this love, together. I love Fuck this those. thing. It was like getting Legos. it was like getting Playmobil uh, stuff when you were a kid. Be like, oh, okay. I love those too. <laughs> I like to make fucking knockoff Legos. There's just a bunch of dream catchers. On the Aww. fucking connects, it's like a bunch of straight pieces and this big yes. fucking dream catcher in the corner, and there's one over there. Well, and there. you can do, like, the elastic band racer things, and you can oh, do... I um, used to love those hand-controlled race cars when you were little. No? Hot I Wheels? Just any of them. Cars. Yeah, you can make it go way too fast and just, like, fly off the track. <laughs> just imagine there's people in it screaming, ah! No. fucking dead. You just went launching 35 miles. So here's something that Sorry, you'll appreciate. Yeah, we're off topic again. It's okay. So the writer of this movie, whose name is C. Robert Cargill, has written most of uh, Scott Derrickson's movies. He got the idea for this movie uh, from a nightmare he had after watching The Ring, the 2002 Ring with Naomi Watts. So, can I say something really quick? You can. Um, You're encouraged to. Is this... Are we in spoiler? Spoiler? Not yes, spoiler now we are. Yes. Territory? Yep. Yep. Um... So, I was going to say that this movie has a lot of parallels to The Ring. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of parallels yeah. to The Ring. Well, that it's inspired the by The Ring, so there you go. Okay. Yeah. So, I was going to say, I'm like, um, the whole thing with, like, all the films, and if you watch the films, and all of a sudden things become real in your house, and, like, your whole family's then affected by it, and if you burn it, it still doesn't matter. That, that happened in The Ring, too. Like, yep. so there was a ton of... A ton of ring references as I'm watching this. I'm like, yeah, I know that's oh one of your God. favorites. Like, this so is like right when I saw that, I was like, the oh. ring. I was like, yeah. you're watching the movies, and all of a sudden you start living the real thing, which is exactly mm. what this movie does. Well, this this movie, like I said before, I don't feel like it reinvents the wheel. There's a lot of traditional horror tropes in it, uh, but I I think it does them effectively, which is good. But yeah, there's a lot of callbacks to the ring. A lot of callbacks to movies that have scary kids. Yeah. That type of thing. Yep. Like and it's, like yeah. Samar is a scary kid yep. in the ring. Yeah, it's all it's all yeah. relative. I think it starts off very unique. Yeah, and it, it kind of fades. And how it gets into that. Like, I'm trying to think of something similar to it, and I can't it's really put like my finger on it. It's almost like the Amityville Horror, too, where they move into Ask, the house no, but it's a and different, like, they know that... It's just a whole different start to it, and I can't put my finger on what makes it so unique about it, but it lures you into something that you don't really think's happening. And then it turns it, like, you think it's just going to be, I don't know, it's something, it's weird about it, because it takes basis in both reality and non-reality, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Maybe? Kind of? Like so, a time travel kind of Because these thing? people were murdered, and they were murdered in some way, and the way that he gets murdered and his family die at the end takes place in another, but it's also linked, it's... I don't know that I'm rambling. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> so there's very little blood in this movie. Uh, almost no swearing, except for when Ethan Hawke and his wife are yelling at each other at the end. Uh, no sex. Uh, filmmakers were hoping for a PG-13 rating for this movie, and because the content was so disturbing, they got ixnayed on that. Well, yeah, I mean, totally see. So good for them then. Were... Yeah. If you can get away with that without. Yes. Putting that stuff in, then that makes it even better. That's a win. That means it's a genuinely scary movie, which I feel like, so, like, another movie another movie like that is The Conjuring. No sex, yeah. very little violence, not too much cursing, and it's just so fucked up and disturbing that it's rated R. It's stuff that, Similar like, to Phantasm, but okay. not quite. Maybe you guys should watch that. <laughs> oh my God. It's almost like, 
for scary movies, it's almost a suggestion of what's going to happen versus, like, that you make up in your own head mm -hmm. versus actually showing things. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to, I will wait until you start talking about the bagul. Yes. Um, bagul. But the bagul factor, I will say, was a little underwhelming. Okay. No. Do you want the to start talking about that, that now? Movie, Is it the too best early? scene in that movie is when he's looking at the different pictures and it's playing that creepy fucking music in the background like he's on his computer and he's looking at all these pictures. He and then pops, he turns And then he gets it. No, 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 not that. When he first finds Bagul's face in the bushes right. and he zooms in and it's just his face and it's like, it literally sent shivers down my spine because yeah. it was so creepy in its essence. It just, I don't know, it just fucking, that was the best That was creepy. I, I thought it was creepier when he sees Bagul underwater when the family's drowning. Yeah. And also the scene Kat was talking about where he turns away from his computer screen and you see Bagul move to like look at him. Yeah. That was creepy as fuck. And then that obviously True. is explained later when he's talking to this professor and he's saying that like this thing lives in images. And obviously that is a reference back to where he's at the computer and like all of a sudden his face turns. Yeah. And he looks at him, and then he turns back away. It's when just it's a creepy face, too. it's just face, a picture. Too. It's just a picture it's on It's similar. Computer. You know why she likes it so much? It's because it's the same. It looks like the Scream mask, almost, in, like, a sense. It like does. He, look, he, looks, like, he looks like Mick Thompson from Slipknot. That's what but, he looks like. Yeah, exactly. honestly, I was yeah. going to say, I'm like, when you see... It looks like a guy from Slipknot is haunting their family. And That's they what almost, it looks like. Which is terrifying. Yeah, that would be scary. <laughs> that problem, sounds awful. The problem for me is that... They a dude show from Slipknot is terrorizing <laughs> your family. That's the new horror movie of the year. They show him too much. Like they show too much details of his face that he almost doesn't look real. Well, like, see, I disagree with I, that though because I, they only oh. show him in grainy photographs. No, and then, but they then like large. quick glimpses. When quick they glimpses. do like the boo things yeah. every now and then. Yeah. I don't like the boo part. But like I don't either. It but like so the best corny. part of the. the Oh, no, but the best part of that movie when he's, he's just on the computer and he's just going through each picture and he's using the little children's photo, like, drawing of it to find Bagul in the picture. Right. And when he finds it each and every time, how fucking... He's scared. How scared you must be at that moment when you realize that what you just got yourself into is this fucking weird creature that's, like, eating children and you know it's happening, but it's too insane to tell anybody what's happening. So you're just letting it happen. You're just letting it happen because you are stuck in this now. Mm -hmm. But he's scarier when you see him in still pictures. Mm -hmm. And like, and when you're just trying to make Similar him out in different things. But like, when you actually see him, when he's like, when he does a little boo scare on the side. And then when he's like in a little video, like when he starts to get more close up. He's not as scary. No, him mm. from a distance lurking in the when shadows. You're like, what is that? But that's what's creepy about it. Right. Is he's always lurking in the shadows, just waiting, watching. Like Slender Man. And he's not even using. He's using. It's almost telepathy. Yeah. He's causing these children to do terrible things and getting them to record it while they're doing it, so they can watch his own weird snuff films afterwards. That's a fucked up yeah. demon, and I don't want to mess with that guy. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes him scary. Is how fucked he really is when you look at it. So it goes back to the idea of sometimes in classic horror movies that less is more, right? So think about like Jaws. You don't really see the shark too much until the end. You think about a movie like Seven, for instance, where, yes, there are disgusting crimes going on, but you don't see them being committed. You see the aftermath. Yeah. Right. Like that type of shit is scary when you don't actually see it 
but your imagination can kind of right. fill in the blanks. Because yeah. your imagination is scarier than anything else that could probably be put on the screen except for certain things. And when that is a factor in a movie, like I just got chills just like thinking of that. Like Similar, that, that, like, that like makes it, something scary. So when was The Outsider written? 2017, I believe. Similar concept. Yeah. Wouldn't you think he maybe have taken something? Because he wrote that in 2017. Yeah, could so could have been. Seems very. It's a similar. Also, it's a similar. It's similar to a lot of yeah. other stories as well. But I feel like that's a direct. Yeah, King like, has a lot of stuff. It's a weird like fucking that. face guy, always <clears throat> with a hood on, lurking in the background, watching. But he's been doing that for forever. Right. So like, so for, like there he, there are, there are certain King conspiracy theorists out there that think that the uh, the fuck what's the name of the monster in the Outsider? Uh, El Cuco yep. is actually a version of Pennywise from it. Like well, in one of his books, I was just reading game. an article. Um, the one, it was a show on, was it Hulu? Hulu. It was like 11, it was the date, JFK. 11 Did you ever yeah, watch we, that we haven't watched that. No, we want to, though. So, have you ever read the book? I have not, actually. So, there's a few I have. So, there's an excerpt in that book where the main character, who he's basically time traveling, finds himself in Derry, Maine. I'm familiar with the concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he is at a well, and something at the bottom of the well is talking to him. Mm hmm. And oh, in yeah, the description, in the verbiage of it, it's like, hey, come down. We all float down here. Like, he links oh, in. Oh, that's definitely a He links in then. the yeah. it reference yeah, yeah. to that time. And the whole time the main character is thinking, should I go down this hole? Maybe this is another portal into another universe. And if yeah. he had ever gone down that hole, he would have realized that it was Pennywise and he would have gotten eaten. Yeah. It's kind of an interesting how he was, like, the whole universe. Like, Yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> But yeah, all all of King's stuff is connected. He said it. It's been documented. It's it's out there. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to make a universe, who's better? Hmm. Castle Rock. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm glad we got the Bagul stuff out of the way. I know you've been. We're looking to get that off your chest. I for a know because you no, weren't really a fan. But a um, couple other quick facts before we dive into some other stuff. Okay, this one. These ones are very interesting. You guys will appreciate these. So the family that was hanging on the tree. Yes. In the film, uh, all played by stuntmen. However, when the scene was first done, the stunt coordinator botched the preparations for the scene, resulting in the actors being legitimately hanged and choked. Oh, my God. Did they use that scene? I don't know if they did. I bet you they did, because that would be the best one. Fortunately, they survived, obviously, because you would have heard about it if they didn't. And the coordinator was fired immediately after, because they fucked up that hard. Like, oh, my God. I feel like that. Yeah, that's I almost want to watch that scene again to Mm -hmm. see if it looks like they're actually being hung. Because I think you could tell the difference. I feel like they probably stopped recording immediately when they found out it was actually happening because you can't. But have the that. snuff film's only got to be five seconds. True, and the camera's going to be on. I feel like it's Why almost intentionally blurry, though. Like I feel like you're because it's supposed to be like a it's grainy, like home footage. Film, yeah, but I I don't know if you'd be able to really tell. No, I know tell, but I'm saying like watch their reactions. So perfect segue Make here. It real. While we're on the uh, snuff films, so Ethan Hawke, who I thought was actually pretty good in this movie. Uh, I, I don't think uh, I don't think this was like a role he was like contractually obligated to to do. It probably it might have been, but he didn't phone in his performance. I feel like he was actually pretty good in this movie. Mm. Yeah, um, I thought he was good. He so, was great in this movie. <clears throat> doctor, I mean not doctor. 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 Like deputy so and so was great. He was. He was very good. More on him in a bit. More on him in a bit. But uh, so all the snuff films, Ethan Hawke never saw any of them beforehand. 
Oh, so they got his actual reaction to it. They got his actual reaction to it, and they synced up the soundtrack to the movie, the music. That was playing to while when he was in the he room. was watching it. So all of his reactions to the snuff films Was he also three whiskeys authentic. deep every I don't know time? If he was actually drinking. <laughs> I don't know. That See, would make that's, it that's terrifying. one thing that's always been ambiguous to me is whether... I know they always... They can put... You know, dye and liquid like water oh, or whatever to make it look like face? people are drinking. But like speaking of Jaws, Quint, yeah, shit face. Robert Shaw all the time. He was ham bone. Oh yeah. Well, he's a no. And he was great. Alcoholic, like yeah, all that stuff. So I wouldn't be surprised. Like sometimes, if you want to get real acting, get the guy shit face and mm. see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's a Friday night and you're not shooting on Saturday morning, like why not actually get an authentic reaction? And why would, why would that make a whiskey? deal? Oh yeah. well, that was part of his job. And he was drinking. Ethan Hawke was drinking a lot of whiskey during these. Uh, yeah, so uh, back to Bagul, the original design for him. This is so funny because this would have been so stupid if it was the case. The original idea for the design of Bagul was going to be based on Johnny Depp's portrayal of Willy Wonka in the Tim Burton Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Isn't that reboot. the Babadook? Uh, <laughs> mm, no. The top hat on. Well, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> The Babadook is 100 times scarier than Bagul. No doubt about oh, it. But yeah. it is Willy Wonka. <laughs> kind but of. But actually, it is more like Willy Wonka when you think about it. Wow, interesting. Um, yeah, that's a really cool That's a really cool comparison. Not Bagul, though. Not no, Bagul. the Babadook. Babadook. Yeah, they initially yeah. wanted the design of Bagul to look like, uh, like a demented version of Johnny Depp's Willy Wonka, but they decided it would be too stupid and they didn't think it could launch a franchise. It, his, I would have hated that. Honestly, yeah, I would have too. I didn't think the design of him was that great at all, to be honest. It's it's creepy. I mean, but if it was anything that you saw in the woods that had a weird face on it, you'd think it looked creepy anyway. I mean, yeah. it's, it's fine. Just, You're critiquing my work, so I don't care. I'm, just I'm not going to get into that ring. That <laughs> I'm just thinking that like he never again. He could have looked a little different, like a little. All right. I don't know, but I know you're admittedly not a fan of him. That's fine. He looked like a mixture of. I think the Babadook, the Babadook is way scarier than. I agree. The the Babadook is way scarier. Yeah, way scarier than this. Hundred percent. Even the way like it shot and it comes out of the shadows. Oh yeah, way creepier. Uh, Bagul, by the way, because shadow people are terrifying and they're real. Yes, they are. And that's why. Look it up, folks. Look it up. Bagul, by the way, tight. Translates to Boogeyman. Yeah, Bagul. Another similarity. Baba Yaga. El Cuco. To John Wick. Mm. To El Cuco. Yes. John Wick's boss. So, on to our categories about this. I think we've talked a little bit already about uh, this movie definitely being scary for me. It's legitimately scary and disturbing. Uh, has because it has a gritty and realistic feel. We watched it last night. We actually, like, I, I haven't done this in a long time, but we shut all the lights off from the first floor. It's just the TV. And uh, it was much creepier watching it in the total yeah. darkness because this yeah. is a scary movie. there's fucking yeah. ghoul creeping around your shoulder yeah. right. when you eat your children. Yeah. Snuff films are creepy. Yeah, it's a scary movie. Anyone, I, I, you guys agree, yeah. right? Nobody's going to disagree terrifying, here. It was terrifying, yeah. yeah. Movie, but it was, yeah. it was This fun. movie haunted was... me the first time I watched it. Yeah. It was like The mm. Strangers. The, the first, that movie scared the Strangers fuck out of me. Strangers is a scary first, movie, First too. time I moved that left, when I finished watching that, I felt uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. For a while. For like an hour a couple, or so. Oh, you didn't think a couple of days? No. It's like really? that night. 
Just that. I, did, I was scared to go to bed. Right. I was like, boogeymen are going to come and get me. Right. And then the next day I was like, it was a movie. It's over. Movie Andrew, over. what's your favorite scene in this movie? Oh, so, torn. So I already told you my favorite scene, like the first scene where he finally sees Bagul's face and like his reaction. Yeah. He poo-pooed that. Um, my new favorite scene is not one scene. It's a mixture of scenes. And I just realized it. So I feel like the writers in this movie are comparing... Ellison, the writer, and Bagul, the monster, to each other, whereas they're both vain. And Ellison's always re-watching his own interviews from when he got fame. Mm. And when he opens up the drawer after he's watching it to put the VHS away, he has like six other interviews in there. And it's very similar to Bagul's case of tapes of each child that he got to. So he's using his own vanity. They're both obsessed with vanity. They're vain, they're narcissistic, they're... I don't know. There's like an intertwining like of the villain and the main protagonist. I guess he would be considered. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. Am okay. I wording that right? I feel like I'm rambling. <laughs> Take I kinda, anything I say with a grain of salt. Does that make any sense? Cat, <laughs> what's your favorite part of this movie? Um... Towards the end of the movie, when they decide they finally need to move out of the house, and they go and they move to a different house, and all of a sudden, um, the guy, what's his face? <laughs> Officer Deputy so-and-so? so-and-so? No, not Dep. no, the guy. Ellison. Ellison. Allison. 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 First off, can we talk about that name? Mm. There's <laughs> a reason behind the name, too, but go ahead. Oh. Um, that he is... Um, finally talking to the deputy who's been calling him all day, and he's saying that, like, the murder's all connected, now you're in the hot zone or whatever, and... The hot zone? What is this? Fucking coronavirus? Not Ebola. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you throw something at me? <laughs> Stop talking about coronavirus. Um, <laughs> they in the hot zone. So, um, then he ends up, like, going into the attic and, like, seeing the films that he thought he burned and... Yeah. Which is obviously, like, you know if you... Like, that's the thing with the ring. <laughs> what if are you talking you about? You know if you burn something, it's not going to burn forever. Like, that's that that shit's coming right back. Like, that's, you know, oh, magical yeah. shit anyway. So like, that was your favorite scene in the movie? Um, I thought it was the cool. What fuck are you talking about? I, I like Terrible that, like, scene. he sees it again and he's, like, horrified that he's, like... Oh my god! And then he's and then at the end of it, it's, well, he goes it's, up. He sees that it's there. Oh my god! All, all the kids watching it, and then Bagul right. goes boo and right. scares him See, down I the hate ladder. That part when he goes boo, I don't like when they show that CGI. I don't like fucking the boo Boo fucking Bagul. Boo Bagul can go suck it. <laughs> Smells. Get that but shit. Out. That ruined. That ruined the movie. Then at the I end, mean, I love that movie. And that part, I was like, oh, I hate you so much. CGI fucks. But at the end, they have. They show the box again, and it's that other tape that's from their house now. Yeah. That says house painting, right? Yeah. And it's... Dead red unicorns yeah, all over the wall. Right? Fucking... Yeah. But you know that no one's going to see that except for the next person that moves into that house. And yeah. that's just like... So some people know that that deputy so-and-so, whatever, that guy, he knows what's going on, but like... No one else knows. So they'll just, like, sell that house, and the next person will move in, and it will just oh. keep going. But what's so Which is like is the like... ring. It's the exact same thing. The ring does the same thing. When you watch the video... And the ring's a good movie. When you move into the house, like, you're automatically until you move again. Like, I mean, that's hmm. what it is. 
Well, See, they took what they could. They took what they could what? But they took what no, they could to I, make a movie. <laughs> like it's a, they took the best parts of stuff. Yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, they took it. Obviously, everything takes from something. Yeah, but it, Like it Mike is, said, there's no original ideas anymore. It is a scary movie, Except though. for like, the original piece of this movie, which hasn't been released yet. Hmm. Maybe someday. Phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, for me, the best part of this movie and the scariest part of this movie were the snuff films. Oh, easily. oh they're terrifying. No, no doubt about it. I mean, obviously, there's other jump scares, but the part that stays with me the most are the, are the snuff films because they're the most disturbing, they're the most graphic. Um, they're out there on the dark web, like we talked about. You can probably see shit like that and worse than that, which I would not recommend that you do. But they're out there. Yeah. So uh, I would scary make sure movie. you get an extra bottle of lube before you do. I didn't think that there was anybody in the cast that I would replace. Did you guys feel differently? Um, yeah, I don't think there's anyone that I ever replaced, really. Yeah, Ethan Hawke's good. Uh, Officer so-and-so. He has a perfect role for him. Too. Adult Eddie is good. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is always great. Oh, yeah. Nice cameo. Um, the family's barely in it, so you can't really critique them too much. I yeah. wish the son would cut his fucking hair, hippie. But uh, other than that, yeah, I'm 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 good there. Um, I've already said my favorite death in the movie is the lawnmower scene, which I thought was the scariest jump scare because it was also it was a jump scare, but it was disturbing to think that somebody would run someone's face over with a lawnmower. Uh, was there a better death in either of your opinions, or no? Better death. Maybe getting See, head cut off liked, by an axe. At the no, end. I, I. Those are all. What was the one you liked the best? Say it again. Lawnmower. Lawnmower. Very unique. Doesn't happen too often. Yeah, that was scary. That was legitimately. But scary. to me, like the drowning one was the worst. Yeah, that was like fun. being I laid off. Yeah. yeah. I, first off, I would never want to drown. Also, I would never want to have my face run over by a lawnmower. But the drowning part just seems like, at least when you run over with a lawnmower, you're it just happened. Pretty, it was like, yeah, Dow, and your fucking head yeah. was chopped off. Whereas when you're drowning, you're being strapped to this thing. You know where the pool is. You can wait for it. And then when you're underwater, at least a solid yeah. 45 you're yeah. going to be, well, You think about how long you can breathe underwater. You're going to try to do that for the whole time. So for, what, three minutes, you're horrified yeah. that you're going to drown. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, um, hopefully at that point you uh, uh, gave up, go into shock, and and don't remember any of it or don't feel any of it. But I feel like the the last death is almost one of the worst, like one of the bloodiest anyway, because like the head's being cut off via axe. Well, and it's house painting, so it's literally mm. they yeah, paint the house. Well, that's really the only blood, blood other than the, when she mm. cuts the kid's throat. The, yeah. Again, this isn't a movie that makes you feel good at the end of it. <laughs> it's, no. Uh, yeah. No. Pretty dark and disturbing, which I but like. They don't in my show. They don't. Which is why, like, Again, they don't yeah, show they don't like show her <clears throat> cutting up like all of her parents' bodies. They just show the blood at the end. Yeah. So, like, you imagine in your head what she did to her parents that mm. could have caused all that blood on all the walls. I mean, like, I have appreciate appreciation and her brother me, for her brother. like. Eli Roth movies, or Rob Zombie movies, or Robert Rodriguez movies, or Quentin Tarantino movies that have excessive gore. But to me, the ones that stick with me most are movies like this, where you don't, you don't actually see me too much, um, but it's still disturbing because it's just what you imagine happened Yeah, between then and the end. Uh, so this movie, Sinister, actually was featured as part of a haunted attraction. Back at Halloween Horror Nights 27 in Orlando, Florida at Universal Studios. It was featured in a haunted house called The Horrors of Blumhouse. And uh, it was in there along with The Purge and The Insidious movie. So it was a haunted house based on Sinister, The Purge, and Insidious. 
pretty cool. Nice. Uh, other IPs that were featured that year at HHN 27 were The Shining, American Horror Story, Ash vs. Evil Dead, and Saw. So, Sinister was good enough to be turned and in, in, good enough and scary enough to be turned into a haunted house at a major theme park, nice. which is uh, pretty cool. Not surprising. What's the best part of this movie, you guys? The MVP, if you will. Mm. That's tough. I love Deputy So and So. That's he was on my. He list figures it out. He's the one that comes up with it at the end, and he's just so aloof. At the, like he plays it both. Like he's a very aloof, but he's like he doesn't have a pen when he is trying to jot down yeah. notes. But you can tell he's starstruck by meeting this author. Yeah. Like it would but he's be a like, smart. Yeah. Person. Yeah. Basically. What about you, darling? Um, I mean, I think the MVP is the um. What's his name again? If you fucking say Bagul, I'm not talking to you. Why? <laughs> Why can't I say Bagul? Because you just talked about how much he sucks the whole time. I think he's the MVP, though, because he wins in the end. he's the MVP? I don't understand. He wins in the end. I mean, I don't like him as a character, but he wins in the end because, I mean, his... <laughs> Why is that so... I Go ahead. No, uh, okay. No. Stay your opinion. Um, no, so I think he's the MVP in the end because he ends up... With the upper hand, every time um, that someone else becomes a victim, not even knowing, like just someone that moves to this to a house that the last murder took place, and then moves again, and then all of a sudden they see the tapes, or or they don't see the tapes. Who knows if that's actually like we don't really know the rules of their thing. I mean, you're assuming that you're gonna have to watch the tapes but i mean do you really know if you have to watch all those tapes to like is it like a ring kind no of thing? you don't have to he just did to. because he was trying to write a book on the whole thing right but i mean no the tape like if you were to live in that house and never see that box of tapes would you be absolutely fine for the rest of your life no. if you move no the it, it's implied that the other families right all the ones that are shown on the films have not seen any of the other ones he's just seeing them because seeing them all Right. Because he's looking into it to write a book. Right. That's why. Okay. So, I mean, Bagul wins at the end. No. Because you know he, no, no, no. He, he is the one that is the, you know, the, uh, what's, what's the MVP. word You're still talking. Well, he's the MVP, but he's, so. you know, he has keys to the kingdom, like. You know, can we every... say, can I say something real quick? Yeah, go ahead. You say you like this movie. And this is what I have determined from this movie. You said that it stole from the ring. You didn't really well, like. You yeah. didn't really like the bad guy, Bagul. And then your MVP of the movie is the worst person in your opinion in the movie, which well, makes me think that you think the movie smells. No, that's the character that is the MVP of the movie. No, it's your MVP. We're not talking about the. No, this is your. Who's your MVP? What makes you watch that movie? Who's the best character in that movie? Not who wins. Well, doesn't matter wins. who wins. A lot of times the MVP doesn't win. What do you mean? But he gave his best. No, the MVP wins. Who's your MVP in Krampus? Krampus. No. Yes. That wasn't what you said for wanting the tapes. <laughs> you didn't like Krampus the grandmother. Is the MVP. No, you didn't say Krampus, though. I didn't? I wonder who I said. I'll have to go back and no. see. You're taking a fucking. The MVP. Out. The MVP is Bagul. Fuck Yeah. Bagul. Well, he, well, he won. Yeah, obviously. That's right. like saying Predator's the MVP. 
Or, well, no, Predator isn't the MVP. Right? See? I mean, but. you don't... The villain's not always the MVP. But I think in this case, he was the MVP. It makes sense. So Our definition of the MVP is whoever wins the movie. I think literally. I was going. With, I was going with who I appreciated the most. That was like my. Like what's your personal take? That's on? how I've always intended. I've, I've always intended you, it. To and be I true. feel like that's how you always have too. So I don't know what you're talking. Yeah, you're off top, way off base. He's not the best guy. Who's not your bad. MVP? Who'd you like the most? The um, grandmother from Krampus? No, you hated that bitch. <laughs> you did. You did hate her so much. I can't believe you remember that. She yeah. fucking hated her. Oh, you hated her so much. I do hate she was her. my Omi. MVP. Omi. She was my MVP. Yeah, you hated, you hated her. her. That's why. Wow, I that is so a much. deep cut. Back to episode. So one. this is why I don't trust your opinions. You say you like the movie, 20. then you say it stole shit, then you say you hate the main character, the monster, <laughs> and then you make that said worst character in the movie your MVP. That tells me that you think that movie sucks. That's what I get off of it. So. All right, well... Pick a better mind, MVP, then. then, loser. No, I just picked it. Well, you lose. Yes. I don't have one. I was also a fan of Officer So-and-So, for the record. I thought he was uh, the comic relief, and he was one of the best parts of the movie. He kind of broke up the monotony and the uh, the total despair of, uh, of the rest of it. Is that the best character in a movie that you don't know their name? Mm, wow. Do they give you the first name? Do they give you his they name at the beginning? They don't. They don't. Never. He, he, he on IMDb and on Wikipedia, he is listed as Officer So and So. I thought it was Deputy So and So. Might be Deputy. It's So and So. Whatever it Mr. is. Mr. So and So. Um, the narrator in Fight Club, pretty good character, too. That's the only other one that I can really think of, like off the top of my head, but you don't know the name. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. But I uh, thought the narrator was. Edward Norton's character, no? It is. Yeah, it's Edward Norton. He's, he's, in the credits, he just listed as the narrator, and Brad Pitt oh, they don't obviously even, is. No, but in this, they give you the name of Officer So-and-so. I don't think they do. I couldn't find his name the anywhere. The actor's name? No, the actor's name, but the, the yeah, character's name. But no, but I... Yeah, but the... Oh. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. I know what we're talking about. The character of Officer So-and-so. But obviously, in the narrator, you, you, know, the you know who the actor's name is. Right? What? <laughs> I'm the <laughs> no. So at the end of the movie, when Sinister's over, yeah. Deputy So and So, they show you the actor's name. Yes, of course. Of Same course. thing. Yeah, but I. So you, the narrator, why would you know it's Edward Norton's no. character? So you know that's his name. No, no. I'm saying. <laughs> no, see, I don't know what you're saying. You guys in are... Fight Club. Yes. Edward Norton's character is never given a name. Mm. His name in the credits is. Narrator oh, okay. Edward Norton. See, I didn't realize that's, that. <laughs> that's what I was saying. That's I was, was saying. on a whole nother level. I'm like, wait. Uh, no, no, it's okay. It's all right. No worries, man. No worries. Um, Andrew, I know you're the only Good one morning. of us three to see the sequel to this movie. What are your thoughts on that? Um, it's not a very good movie. Officer so-and-so or deputy so-and-so is now the main character. And he's somehow, I forget how he ends up at this farmhouse where it's this single mom who was abused by her ex. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to say that condescendingly. I was being serious when I said that. Does he fall in love with her? Is he Yeah, he his... falls in love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's more from the perspective of the two boys, like her children, fighting to get Bagul to want them. Oh, that's an that's interesting. But it's terrible. I mean, yeah. it's not terrible, but it just turns into officer so and so just getting beat up yeah, yeah. by hillbillies okay. and All right, fair enough. So the sequel, not as good as the first one, right? 
There was no need for a sequel. Yeah, I thought this would have been good. You fucking ended it. You nailed it. Leave it. I admittedly, I don't watch. I don't watch a ton of sequels. Uh, because I, I hate when they they're, make infi- they're always inferior. You're ruining its legend. Unless you're talking about a movie like, say, like Tremors or Saw or something like that, where you can just do different demented things every time. The only like movie themselves that can well do to sequels, but the only movie that could get away with making a sequel and not have it dampen their legend was uh, Tom Brady going to the box. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Off topic. Tom Brady. Tom Brady, go fuck yourself. We're uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and New England Patriots fans here. Folks. I'm not a Buccaneers fan. Deal I want with to see it. them go 0-16. Um, so hard. <clears throat> Any final thoughts on Sinister, you guys? Um, I liked that it was very dark yeah, throughout me most too. of the movie. Because I feel like I'm very scared of the dark, and that makes me very scared. So. so you meant literally dark, not dark in tone or feel. You meant like I meant like dark. actually dark. Okay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> one to clarify. No, like it's okay. a very That's dark movie, too. which was like we ran into problems when we were watching it that you could see the glare on it because it was such a dark movie that I was like, we just have to turn off all the lights because I it's such a dark movie, like you won't see little things in the background or like you know what I mean? If you have any sort of lights on, like I'm fully house. aware of what you mean. Yes, I understand. Do you understand yeah, it? you see shadow people. No, not shadow lurking people. Lurking in the corner. Glare. No, just glare. No, on that's the TV. and that's where shadow people come from. Well, I understand. Like yeah. usually, if there's no reflections, that's why you cover all the fucking. Yeah. That's what shadow people is. <laughs> shadows. If there's no shadows, there's no people. Shadow people. That's true too. Correct. That's true too. Mm. One um, must lead to the other. Yes, that's correct. One of these things is not quite like, like the, the other. other. Kind of. Andrew, your final thoughts on Sinister. I know this is one of your top horror movies of the 2010s. Why should someone watch this if they haven't seen it yet? Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that felt real good we and it smelled that real in. bad. <laughs> I mean, that was a burp of burps. I feel like we need to... That's make that saying. louder. <laughs> you just look like, you, were you just going to take your shirt off after burping like that? I, you look I like felt like I was going to go, oh, yeah, and just <laughs> rip my shirt apart. Like don't, Hulk Hogan, just rip it. No, I just got, that, I was like, it was so, it yeah, was, brother. it was like a warm burp. It was like a warm fart. Ew. Like it was but silent, it but it smelled fart, really bad. God. Like I bet you that burp Dude, you always have so to bring bad. your ass into every conversation. <laughs> I'm a gaseous, I'm Cassius Clay. Gaseous Clay. Oh my God. The boxing. Talk to okay, me, about, so talk me about Sinister, you douchebag. Um, Come on. No, it's a phenomenal movie. I mean, the snuff films throughout it, the, I don't know, I just like the way they build up the story. It's different, I feel like. Maybe it's not, but I feel like it's a different build up to it. I'm going to start ranting, so I'm not going to keep talking. All right. So, um, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Great movie. They should have stuck with the original story to it because it was much better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got kids involved. Boo. Yeah. Unoriginal. Yeah. My final thought. This yeah. movie's good. Mike, what's your final You should watch it. Everything? It <laughs> and its sequel, Sinister 2, are now streaming on Netflix, and you should check it out. Sinister 2? Check it out. So we yeah. That Sinister show? and Sinister 2, both available on the Don't, net- don't look at the reviews. Is it good? Mm. It's not It got good. a uh, 16% literally rotten tornadoes. I'm sorry. You literally I... just gave a description <laughs> of the plot. 
Good got God. a 16% of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, okay. The I, audience gave it a 31%. I feel like Will Ferrell's version of Alex Trebek on Celebrity <laughs> Jeopardy He right literally <laughs> wrote V. Or whatever, no, I'm Roman sorry. Numeral. I know. Despite your best efforts, V is actually a Roman numeral. <laughs> and your wager. <laughs> Suck it, Trebek. So good. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Now for our social media platforms where you all can subscribe yeah, to us. Yeah, it's a big hat. <laughs> yeah, it's a big hat. It's funny because it's a... It's uh, funny. <coughs> larger Turd than Ferguson. a normal hat. Yeah, Turd Vargas is a funny name. Funny name. <laughs> yeah, I remember that... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I was a funny dog, Scooby-Doo. I used to ride around in a van and uh, <coughs> solve mysteries. <laughs> so good. Well, That's well. incorrect. <laughs> no, it's correct. I remember we had a pal, Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> All right. Oh, you've like Somebody learned that entire. You've watched that a entire. A lot of impressions script. of celebrities. That wasn't an impression. That was like a full-on script from the yep. show. Yeah. Like, yeah, I just remember right, eight lines. Let's say, don't worry about it. All right, folks, we're getting out of here before we do too much damage. Here's where you can find us on social meds uh, on Facebook at America's Hometown Horror Podcast, Twitter at Hometown Horror, Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod, and you can also email us, which no one has yet to do, at Hometown Horror Podcast at the Gmail dot com. You can also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever the fuck else you listen to your podcast audibles. We love you guys. We're America's hometown. My name is Mike. That burp was from Disgusting Andrew. And Kat is also here. Hey, say goodbye to your listeners, you grubs. Bye. See you later. Thanks for listening, and if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you can check out the other podcasts on the Art Podcast Network. We have Retro Redoctopus, we have America's Hometown Horror, Bar Talk, Old Colony Cast, and of course Art. So you can check those out wherever podcasts are found. Like, comment, and subscribe so we can reach more listeners, and thanks for listening.